Hello all, this is Blonde-Haired Girl. I'm doing that thing again where I know I've talked about this, but I'm going to talk about it again. Maybe in a slightly different context. <laughs> so I'm... I did this thing like a week ago. I think it was about a week ago. Could have been longer. I'm not sure. Where I I admittedly watch too much TikTok. You know, and I've been trying to figure that out. Why I'm doing that. And I think, I think it's partly from loneliness. I think that I just spend so much time alone in my life. And these are like my friends. That sounds so pathetic, but I think it's true. And I I find a lot of people that actually believe in magic like I do. I, I find a commonality with some of the people that I end up following. And it's no different than this person that I, and she is a tarot card reader. And so she had put on this, this, you know, done this, this, um, TikTok. And I don't know, something like massively resonated with me. And I ended up booking a private reading with her. And the private reading that I got from her really blew my mind. There has been a couple of times recently in the last, I want to say maybe six weeks, that somebody has mentioned something that has just blown my mind. Like, I don't know, I guess it just surprises me. Like, it just, it's just, and I can't, I can't say what it is, um, but she gave this private reading of, and, and I, I was really, I just feel like she's gifted. I really do. Although she and other tarot card readers, I, cause this is my second tarot card reading, private tarot card reading that I've gotten from people on TikTok, although one of my the people that I follow, I am more prone to watching her YouTubes. I really like her YouTubes because her readings are long. They're at least, you know, 10 minutes, usually always around 10 minutes, which incidentally is where I try to cap my YouTubes. I try to keep them at 10 minutes. I've, over the years, I've had issues with tarot, generally, in that I feel like my, my issue is that, that factors change, like from second to second. Probabilities are always changing, and so what is... What the tarot card reading is saying in one moment may not be true in the very next moment. 
And, and part of the reason why I say that is because I used to pay someone. I, there was somebody really close to me that I really liked her a lot. Uh, and she would read the cards for me. And, and it wasn't really the cards that I was going. It was, it was more about, honestly, just being in her presence. Because I, I thought she was a really, really loving person. But I had some interactions with her outside of that sacred space that I just quit seeing her because she, but anyway, I don't even want to get into that. But I started to really not trust in the, the tarot because she, nothing that she said ever happened. Nothing ever happened that she said was going to happen. Um, and so I don't know what to do with that. The fact that nothing ever happened. Like, I mean, what, you know, so I'd had this tarot card reading, this private one, I think it was even in January. It's so weird how fast time appears to be going right now. I don't know if it's my age and if young people, time goes by really slowly. Because um, I remember that time seemed to go by so slowly. I mean, like truly different times in my life. Or if time is really just speeding up. What we think of as time. Like, it just feels like the years just go by just in the blink of an eye. I mean, it's just bizarre to me. But yeah, so in January, I did a tarot card reading. Maybe it was February. Uh, and she, and she had like said some things. And it's just so bizarre how like some of the things that she was saying were kind of true. Like, I started to notice that there were these men that that I had that I had around in my circle to one capacity or another who were all like coming back like trying to like spend time with me and I just I just wasn't I, I just like not a single one of them and it, like she said this was going to happen and it that was very interesting to me and I was like no no and no no and no no <laughs> It's like, I'm not interested in the past. I'm moving on to the future. I'm not interested in going down that road again. I'm not going to do it. Um, not even the temptation of it. I mean, I just had no interest. Um, so that was really peculiar. But one of the things that I have trouble with with anything of this sort is that I really believe in the power of the subliminal message. So I and so the all the talk of the past because it seemed like in this one this one tarot card reader every single time the cards would show this past person who is wanting to come back. And I really just kind of felt like it messed up my juju because 
And this person, I do not, this one particular person that I think she's talking about is never coming back. Like, this person knows better than to ever, ever come back to my awareness. Like, I, that is, like, completely buried for me. Like, it died, and I had, I mourned it horribly, but I'm completely over it. And, like, this person knows better than to ever, I, I feel like, um, he knows that it would be futile for him. Like, even if he thought about it, and maybe he's not thinking about it. Maybe he's not. But according to the tarot, she's saying, you know, because pretty much every single time uh, she's talking about this person. Um, and it's just interesting because she gets down to these details that, I mean, it certainly does sound like him this person. And so I so I get to thinking about this like in in specifics but then in generalities. That why am I watching these? Why have I gotten on the the tarot side of TikTok? And in the sense that even I have fallen to wanting someone to tell me, to wanting someone to tell me about myself. So the second tarot card reading that I just had like two weeks ago or 10 days ago or whatever, that one, I was sort of did. Sort of, sort of wanted her, wanted somebody else to acknowledge me. And most of the time, most like I had gone to somebody and I and I don't tell them I don't tell them anything about myself on purpose because I want to know if they'll pick up on it. On this, you know, what I've talked about seems like ridiculous amounts of this staying between my desire to be special but but like staying in some humility. So I like to think that I just haven't found my readership yet or my listenership yet. I'd like I, I, I like to believe that 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 it has nothing to do at all with with the material that I'm actually putting out. That's what I that's what I want to believe. I got to tell you and I hold on to that, but that could be wrong. I could just categorically suck. I could I could suck and I and and 
everything that I say is just ridiculous. I have to consider that. And that does come to mind for me sometimes. Or, I mean, so if I excuse the the thought that I just categorically suck, because I, I actually know that in somewhere, some part of me, I know that that's not true because I am my story. The story and like the fact that I have, that I, and my intention and my, like, there's, there's this aspect about myself that I just hold on to. You know, and I, but I have to say a lot of times I just, I just feel left behind. And what is the point if, if I'm just continue to have such a small audience? But, you know, even that is like, like really discounting my audience that has been incredibly faithful to me. Listen to hours and hours of my material. Whoever you are and my appreciation of you. But that would say that we're, we're like-minded. We're anybody who is going to spend hours listening to my material is finding some sense of truth or commonality or is on the same wavelength or they wouldn't be listening. But I've I've noticed that I think one aspect that is missing in my material is that I am not inclined to telling people what to do. And people want to be told what to do. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> I have this understanding that the, one of the reasons for why my material is not more widely consumed in one way or another is because I don't tell people what to do. I don't really care what people do. I put out this material because I think it's interesting. These are the things that I think are interesting in this world, in my, in, a, in my life. I think, and so I put out this material because I think it's interesting and I think it's like really the way that it is, you know, and I had been searching and I'm not going to say that I'm, that I'm, that I'm completely evolved in all of that, but I don't feel like I'm searching the way I was searching However, I really do like friends. I like friends along the way. I like to be around like-minded people. And for some reason, I am finding more like-mindedness people 
on TikTok, which sounds absolutely insane. <laughs> I find on my Instagram, which is another you know app that I spend like a very very small amount of time, but I find that a lot of a lot of people on my Instagram really want to sell me something. They want me to buy something. It's it's all about something to sell. It's like full on consumerism. What whether it's consuming an idea or coaching service or you know, they all just have something to sell. And there may have been a time in my life where I was much more open to to buying something, but I'm I'm <laughs> So I'm not hugely into name dropping, but I'm just gonna do it right now just because so I got this this um I got a a uh, advertisement from London Real from Brian Rose of London Real and I found it fascinating because I haven't I, I unsubscribed. I unsubscribed from his channel and from from his uh emails but for he must have gone through his email list you know and and is he's advertising something that that is so in some ways obscure that i i don't even know what the hell he's talking about but he has some kind of campaign right now where you can um invest in his company And it just sort of had, I sort of had this flood of just, you know, the whole idea of, of the alpha male. And because that's why I quit following him was when he, when he had ran for mayor of London, I guess in 20, I don't remember, it must have been 2021, 2020. And I and I was really curious if he won. Um, initially, I definitely would have would have voted for him, but then he just took a he just took a um, tip from Donald Trump and just said, you know, well, basically the elections in London are rigged. He just, you know, and it could be true. Maybe all elections are are then I don't even know why anybody should run for office. But, um, I mean, he could be right, but I just was so completely turned off by that. Um, but even the whole idea of of the alpha male, you know, like Pena, I can't remember his first name right now, um, who he, Brian Rose, loves that guy. I mean, he's like a mentor to him. And that guy is, I don't know, I don't know him personally, but the way that he comes off, he just doesn't seem like a nice person. And then you could say that nice people don't necessarily do well in this world. And that might be true. They don't do well to the billions. Like he wants to, they want to call him the trillion dollar man. 
Um, but Dan Pena, that's his name. But these are these are men that are that are to one degree or another the and I'm not sure about um Brian Rose. I really liked that guy. I listened to him every day for I don't know, maybe a couple of years. Uh and then I and the other thing that ended up happening was if I, I would make comments because I'm I interact with people's material a lot. When I watch their material, I interact with it and I tell them what I think of it. And and I started to notice that some of the things that I were writing, I would just get pounced on by conservative alpha men. They would just and they were really condescending and they would um, they would say things that I just found incredibly sexist and I, I, I just couldn't do it. And I, and so like, it seemed like the majority of his followers were similar to him and I, it's not my thing. That's not my game. I, I don't, but the reason why I'm mentioning it is because he's got something to sell, you know, and he also, like I had considered doing one of his programs, like his business programs. So, which they were like $2,500 or something, which really wasn't that much money. They're probably worth a lot more now. Like he probably charges a lot more now, but you get access to um, him and a Zoom call and mentors and I don't know. But it was like an eight-week program to quadruple your business and guaranteed. And he said something that was kind of the nail in the coffin for me. He said, you will not succeed without this program. You are guaranteed to fail. And that really bothered me. You know, I feel like I really don't believe Jesus said this. I, I don't believe he said it. I believe that the Christian church threw this in the Bible after, after fact, but I am the way, the truth, and the light, and nobody comes to the Father but through me. <clears throat> when we present that we are the only way it it's it is just such a turnoff to me because I'm not the only way nobody's the only way I mean it is a way it's going to resonate with some people but the only way and you will fail and I just took that as a challenge you know like up till now he's kind of right I have failed haven't gone viral. I haven't hit the mother load. I'm, I'm not, I'm slowly building an audience. <clears throat> and so, and so tomorrow I, I start another position 
I consider myself like having to go back into the matrix for the exchange of money. Okay, and I I can't word it any other way. It just is what it is. I mean, I I could indeed quit my job and, you know, but I am choosing to have a a position right now to cover my bills because I do have bills. I I could not have very many bills, but even then when I think about it, I would still have bills because I have an electricity bill. I have a phone bill. I have I have to buy car, I have to buy groceries. I have to buy, you know, um gas in my car. Like I I can't see a time where I'm never going to need an income right now. An income stream. I'm going to need an income stream for one degree for a while. Because um even though I have some money, it's all reinvested and I don't have access to it for, I don't know, I guess it's four and a half years now. And then I'll have access to that money. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm going back into the matrix to do this and I'm, I don't know what to expect. And I'm, and I'm really kind of like beating myself up about it because it's not what I wanted it's not exactly what I wanted. Like I was desiring something where I could work from anywhere because I really, I don't necessarily want to stay in Arizona. I've been trying to move to the coast, the West Coast for years now. I think it's been, I don't know, years, seven years, but especially the last four. <clears throat> And so I was looking to like have my own business because I have this brand and like my business and selling books and, you know, and, and making money for what I do, having an income stream from what I do, which is, I do a whole, whole lot. There's a lot of energy that goes into, into what I do. I mean, and also just who I am in this sense of, of, of holding a space on the planet. Somebody that I, I, I learned so much from, David Hawkins, he talked about about it's what we become. What we become is the gift that we give to the world. So it's not even, it's not even necessarily what I put, put into my material, whether it be in writing or vocally or visually. It's, it's, none of, it's not necessarily this. It's who I become. It's, it's what I'm resonating into the world that is really the gift And so, and so what I become is, is the value, <clears throat> but I can do that from my living room and have nobody know that I'm doing that. I'm being that.
so, <laughs> and I'm just having, I'm really strangely having this really, like, what it would be like to have somebody like me with my energy, like, in my workmates and, and my clients that I was seeing, and then not have me. Because I'm leaving and I'm taking myself with me. And, I, and I'm not really sure. I mean, maybe they will find somebody better at what they are looking for. Which is somebody who's a lot more accurate than I am. But what I brought to the table was something different than that. And I can imagine that the loss of that, you know, will be felt maybe more than they actually realize is going to happen today when they go to their meetings and like go into things with a level of enthusiasm and, and smiles and care and and I, I just bring things to the, the table and I know that I do. So it's more about who I become. And so now I'm going back into the, the matrix and I'm going to this other position and I'm not really sure what to expect. I'm I'm hoping um you know because I had several exit interviews and and I and I was really clear that the reason why I left that position was was basically I didn't feel valued. So not that I didn't feel valued at all, but I just didn't feel valued to to the amount that I feel like I should be valued. Because I value myself. I kind of know at this point what I bring to the table. And if and if I if I get wind of the fact that I feel like somebody doesn't have an understanding of that or is choosing to not have an understanding of that or I mean I don't know what the blockage is there, but I don't think it's that hard really to say I value you. Like I value this, you know, and that's something that I give people a lot. I, I, I tell them a lot, the people in my life, you know, I just, I think it's funny, you know, I, I had gone on one of my retreats and I, it was a Friday and I turned off my phone and before I just shut out this text message and I'm like, I know that it's not professional but love you guys. It's like, God forbid you bring the L word into the workplace. You're not allowed to say love you in the workplace. I'm allowed to tell your clients that I love you. I genuinely love you. I don't romantically love you, but like, we're not allowed to do that. It's not professional, right? It's not professional. The, the, the love word Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure how it's going to go, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted. I mean, I just, I just have to say that. And, and, 
And so here, here's kind of what I'm talking about. That, that I, for years, have felt, you know, and, the, and then like theorist would say, if I'm waiting, I'm not creating. Okay, if I'm waiting, I'm not creating. But, but there is this space between me putting out a desire and it actually coming into my physicality. And what I am doing is I'm filling that space. I'm filling that space with, I guess, my life. But the truth is my life isn't exactly what I would want it to be. It's not. Had this whole conversation with my daughter about this the other day. We had a FaceTime. We were, (laughs) oh, yeah. (laughs) I'll tell you that in a minute. But anyway, so... We're on a FaceTime and I'm just, you know, sharing with her that, you know, it's just another year. I'm going into yet another year, another, this is like my favorite time of year is like summer to fall. Summer to fall, like that, that space of year, like is just my fall. I just love it. It's like, I love fall clothes, I love fall drinks, I love the smell in the air, fireplaces, and and pumpkin. <laughs> I love, like, wearing, like, scarves and hats and jackets, and I just, I just love the time of year, I really do, and, and, I don't really want to go into a fall season without him. Without this person, like in my physicality. I mean, it's like this person kind of like lives with me. And I I feel like I'm like constantly like having these conversations with this person. And I... But... It's just like, I just go into yet another season where he's not in my physicality. And I, and so what I do is I take to TikTok and tarot card readers to tell me. And I just feel like they're just constantly telling me that this person is coming. This person is coming. This person is coming. I mean, just constantly, every day, your divine counterpart. See, we got the two of cups, the emperor. (laughs) And so it just gives me hope. It gives me some sense of hope that I just don't know what to do with that, y'all. I really don't. And I and I have no have no real like I don't really wanna just live with what is like not that I have like hordes of men trying to break down my door. That's not what I'm talking about. There's just no one that captures my attention. 
like he does. So I don't know what to do with that. You know, I did a, a, I don't know if it was a YouTube or it was a, I don't know what I did on this. Like just throwing out this carrot of this life. But here's the thing. They say that this is how it is. They say that this is how reality is actually created. And so it's a different way of thinking that we can actually live our dreams. You know, a lot of times we have these things come to our mind and we're like, oh yeah, that's never going to happen. I mean, can't you even, doesn't that, like, isn't that what we think? Oh yeah, that's not going to happen. So we just dismiss it as never going to happen. But what if it could What if it could happen? What if that dream could come true? And so, and so I have been attempting to demonstrate in my own life, use my life as an example and have a little fun with it. Because I can, I, I can bring other things into my physicality with with ease. I mean, I really can. For some reason, I ha- I just have this thing with this that I haven't mastered. I don't know. I don't know. And those things are just kind of together. Like, I don't know him and, and my, my dreams are just kind of meshed together. Like, But there's, there's parts of me that just feels like my life hasn't even started. And I'm in this holding pattern. And I guess I'm not creating because I, I'm waiting. Because what they also say is that, is that you become, it comes to you. You become the magnet that it comes to. When you are in a vibrational, which I'm so tired of that word. I can't even tell you. When you are in a vibrational match to that which you desire, it must come. It is the law. They say it is the law. It must come into your physicality. That's what they say. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I guess I'm not a vibrational reality. And that that thing has just been making me so mad for years. That whole, I threw, I debunked, I throughout the whole thing with just that statement that I have to become like I, I'm not vibrating properly so that's why this thing hasn't happened <laughs> I'm laughing <laughs> I'm sorry I just think it's funny like just even on a an aside, like not even necessarily in this context, but I'm so tired of it. It's all over now, all over everything, everywhere about this damn good vibes. Like, oh my god, I just can't stand it. 
I can't stand it. I and I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It's like it just becomes like, like cliche. It becomes like this. This, it becomes trite. When it's like just put out there like that, like it's the theme of the day. You know, become a vibrational match to that thing. And you know, and then what I you know so I. Okay, so my my tarot card reader, my tarot card reader number one, just puts out this thing, you know, and 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 I said, basically, she's saying fire signs. She was talking about fire signs. I'm not hugely into astrology, okay, but I'm surrounded by fire signs. They're all around me. Fire signs. So I so I had put out, and I was just like. I said, look, how am I supposed to know what this per- who this person is? Like, I don't know if it's like a family member or it's a friend or it's somebody that I dated because I have a ton of fire signs around me. So I'm going, you know, I, and she said, well, you can tell if they're not on the same vibrational level as you. And and I just wanted to see, you know, my vibration changes all day long. And their vibration changes all day long. We change. We fluctuate. We just do. I mean, even on a good day, like when you start out in your zone where you're like 10 feet tall and 10 feet wide, You start out in your zone. Even when you start out in your zone, you're still, you know, you deviate when you're sitting there, you know, doing it like in traffic. We're not all on cloud nine every second of every day. But I do understand that there is a, a vibrational wavelength, which I guess is steady for me because even when I'm not doing very well, I still, I can still see the evidence of my efforts generally in my life. Like like yesterday. Yesterday was a really weird day for me. I I have these moments where I have I have these like I can almost feel myself going through some kind of di- di- dimensional wormhole or warp. I can feel this like warp in my reality where I start to have like these these deja vus and yesterday I was having them like one after another and they were so I was like oh god I'm in this warp I'm in this and they're they were all just kind of coming coming to my and I was like oh man oh man you know these are these moments where I really wish somebody was there just to hold on to me and I did have my son in the car and there was this license plate um that I knew that I had seen this license plate 
at exactly where I was. I was in the car and I'm driving and there was this license plate and I was like so weird and I'm in this deja vu and I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, God. <clears throat> and then I like, I turn and I'm, and and I don't know about y'all, but I've just been feeling this massive change in the energy just generally recently that I don't really know where it's coming from. I've been, I've been managing it a little bit better than I was a couple of weeks ago, but it's still there, this weird shift in energy. <clears throat> but anyway, so I, I'm, I'm driving and I, we go and I, we, we decide cause my, my, my son wanted to get our dog a treat. We had had to take her to the vet for something and she was so good for her ears the, and the vet was cleaning out her ears and she did really well with it. She let them clean out her ears. Like, I'm just like, Oh my God. Um, but so we ended up deciding to go to lunch. So we go to lunch at this restaurant that my son absolutely loves. And I love it too. And all of a sudden, the wait staff is just so nice to us. Like this, this guy, I think, I didn't know if he was the owner of the place or what, but he just walks up by us and he's like, how is your food? And he was like, we just love you as customer. I mean, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, and see, that was just a little snippet of evidence that my general efforts are still there. So it's, it's even though I was a little out of my happy place, I was, I was a little out of it. <laughs> so, so what am I talking about? <laughs> what I'm talking about is a lot of different things. There's a lot of different things going on in this. You know, in this desire to be told what to do, to be told to, for me to have this interim hope outside of myself. Like when I get these little snippets from my environment, that that I'm on the right track or I'm on the right, you know, that it gives me, it continues to give me hope that my dreams will indeed come true. And I am hopeful. <laughs> but Anyway, I, I feel like that isn't that is enough for now. And I, I should really come back to this a little later. Um and I will. Cause that's a lot. I just like that was a lot of information. But anyway, I appreciate y'all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.